Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Hello there. You are listening to episode 272 of Sexology Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nazanin Moali. And today we're going to talk about how to find a perfect physician for you and your partner. I don't know what have been your experience with buying books, reading articles. I certainly have, I think, minimum five books on fun sexual positions because I'm always curious about novelty. And my experience is that 90% of these positions are not realistic. I'm relatively young and athletic and My husband is relatively young and athletic and just like some of the positions are just so confusing and I highly doubt they will be enjoyable, right? Just it's more about performative aspect of sex. The reason I'm saying this is because I was hesitant to do an episode on sexual positions because I didn't want you guys to focus on how it's supposed to look. But I invited this wonderful sex educator, Lishay Alexander, and we're going to talk about fun and different versions of things that you're already doing. So if you're listening closely, you might say, oh, I'm already doing this. And this is with a twist. So my intention was to come up with things that are realistic, but fun. We're going to talk about specific positions that will help you if you want to experience clitoral stimulation, if you want to get your G-spot stimulated, if you want to experiment with face sitting, all of this lasting longer. So we're going to talk about all of these different possibilities. If you are like me, you're more visual, you can check out the video of this interview in YouTube. It's under my account, Dr. Nazain Mali. So if you Google my name on YouTube, search my name in the YouTube, it will come up. And while you're there, please subscribe to my channel. I have a tiny channel. I'm trying to post more videos because that's something that you guys requested. Our guest, as I mentioned, is Lachey Alexandra. Lachey is founder and CEO of Shade Daily. California native, Renaissance woman, mompreneur, writer, real estate associate, and philanthropist. Shay wears many hats, all which she likes to wear in a nice dress and open toe heels. She's a blend of beauty, brains, and wit. Her fresh perspective on life, women, and empowerment gives new meaning to what it means to have beauty, class, and sensuality. You can check out her Instagram account and her website. She's so generous with offering information. Before we go to our episode today, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsor, Permescent. Permescent is a premium sexual health product company. They offer all sorts of sexual wellness products, such as lubricant, arousal gels, massage oils, latex condoms, delay spray. I personally use and own their lube, arousal gels, and before and after wipes. I'm going to talk about my experience with their product at the end of the show. But what's great that you get free shipping on the order over $10 
and you get to have 60-day no-hassle money-back guarantee on all of the product. You can go to promescent.com, spelled P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com and order one of the wonderful products that they have. The link is in the show notes and you can mention that you heard about them through us if you want to give us a little bit of love. All right, without further ado, here's my conversation with Lachey Alexander. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I am so excited to welcome Lachey Alexander in our show. Lachey, welcome to our show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I am so looking forward for this conversation. For our listeners that they don't know, we met actually in Clubhouse and we I joined one of the rooms that you guys been moderating and hosting for months. It was such a fun room. And I was like, oh, this, I love this woman. <laughs> Let's have her on my podcast. Are you guys still doing the room at the Clubhouse? <laughs> Yeah. So we actually took a very short break because I'm actually at the end of my sex education certification. I saw that you are ASEC certified. I'm working on my ASEC certification. So I'm at the tail end of it. So you know how it goes with supervision and all of those things. I want to make sure that I am qualified for, you know, people who I'm sharing information with. So I'm doing my part so that way I can show up for people in the best way that I can. Beautiful. And I'm excited that you are joining the community and definitely a problem process. I know that I was like, my PhD didn't took this much effort into submitting the proposal of dissertation and everything. But I know it is like, they're very <laughs> particular about how they want things, how do you organize things. So it's definitely a journey. Well, I'm super excited for us to talk about sexual positions. I know this is, I had more than 260 episodes so far. We haven't talked about positions. And I think those information, that information is really, really important. So tell us, why do you think exploring different position can add to the couple's triad sex lives? Yeah. So I think that when we talk about a relationship, right, with people and you have a, a nice, comfortable sexual relationship with someone, you know, every now and again, people want to maybe spice things up or they want to try something new, or maybe they just want to explore something that they haven't explored before. Right. And then on the other end of that, maybe we're talking to someone who may not have a partner, but they might be interested in someone new and they're saying, Ooh, okay. So how do I make this experience great? Right. How do I make it great for myself? I'm a woman as a woman, how do I make it great for myself? And then maybe even on the other end of that, my partner might be thinking, you know, how do I make this, this experience great for someone else? So for my pleasers out there, these are things that I would encourage you to, you know, put in your back pocket, you know, take, take mental notes and, if you are a person who is confident in, in stating what your pleasures are, also take notes so that way you know what works for you and what doesn't. So I think that those are some of the reasons why it's important and, and, and the different people that can explore that as well. For sure, you're absolutely right. That can be a, you know, a relatively easy way of spicing things up for couples in long-term relationship. Because sometimes when we are in long-term relationship, we have things that we like, which is nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you want something different. And this can be a good a good way of spicing things up, bringing variety. The other piece of it is our body evolves. I personally know that like things that didn't feel, they felt good in my like early 20s, right now they're not as exciting. And I think it's important to have different tools in your toolbox because with different position, you can stimulate different parts of your body. And also you can explore different parts of your personality. 
maybe you want to explore more submissive part of your personality tonight, then that can be the way to do it. Or you want to kind of like have more sensual, kind of more loving sexual experiences. So I think having a variety of options in mind can help you to have different types of experiences. Absolutely. I agree. And I think something that you touched on, I think is really important is, you know, our bodies change over time. So be it, you know, you're getting older or maybe you were like an athlete and suffered an injury, or maybe you've had children. I think it's important to pay attention to, like like you said, the things I liked when I was in my twenties, I might not like, you know, in this, in this next chapter of my life or where I am now. So I think that these positions will allow us to explore what's new and what's exciting again for us. So well, uh, we're, and we're going to cover like different ways to different explore different parts of your body. So I bet like our listeners are excited and saying, oh, let's just get to it. <laughs> so tell us what are <laughs> some of the good positions for clitoral stimulation and please tell us good instruction. I, for one, know that sometimes when I listen to the audio stuff, I, I hear that kind of like people describing things. And for me, it's like, oh, how does that sound? How does it look? So I think some people are more visual and this is a podcast. So please give us how can we tell us different ways that we can explore clitoral stimulation while in addition to penetration. Oh, okay. So I love this because I'm definitely an advocate for like dual pleasure, right? Experiencing pleasures in multiple ways, even if it's one, one part partner, you know, and, and you're being stimulated, you know, in multiple ways. So I'm going to start off a little slow and we're going to do a build up with the positions, but we're going to add something spicy to a position that people are already familiar with that they might find boring and it is underrated and it is missionary. And I'm going to tell you why. So when it comes to a missionary position, what it does for a couple is it allows them to be really intimate. They're looking directly at each other. They have, they have, they have a variety of things that they can do with their hands, with their mouths, with their, with their legs, with their bodies, be it a woman is laying on her back, her partner is on top of her and she's able to wrap her legs around him, or he's able to put his chest up against hers. He's now able to kiss her neck, kiss her ear and touch in different erogenous zones that maybe we might ignore, right? Cause we're too busy just trying to, okay, I'm gonna hurry up and get it in. We're just trying to, you know, go cause we're so busy. And so I think with something like the missionary position, what you can do is you can spice it up a little bit. Like I said, wrapping your legs around him, you know, him being able to put his chest on you or one of my favorites is using a sex pillow, right? Mm, Putting a sex pillow underneath the woman's body. Yes. This is why missionary is underrated. When you introduce that pillow into (laughs) that, into the bedroom, okay? It is one of the best positions to explore your woman's G-spot. This is why. It gives you all of the control and opportunity to access different pleasure points within her. And so now what you're able to do is you're able to, you know, you can go right a little bit, you can go left. And as long as you guys have good communication, she'll tell you, you know, where it's great. You're able to go, you know, tilt just a little bit up to get it at a certain angle or like tilt a little bit down if she likes it there. And what I've found and with a, 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 quite a few women that I've talked to is that's a really great position to squirt in. And it's really interesting how the correlation works where you have a position that's so underrated, but with a few tweaks, like a pillow, wrapping the legs around, you know, or him even look, mm, 
let me get into my let me get into my memory bank <laughs> you know let, let's say you have a guy and you know he he wants to exercise some strength he can actually pick you up from around the lower part of your back right above the butt cheeks and he can grab he can grab you with both hands he can tilt you up just a little bit that way now he's getting a little bit more control he can use his hands to support him and when he gets into a position that you really like you're now able to have that assistance with getting to the G spot and you know for my ladies that like to squirt you know then hey now we're now we're working with something here now we're getting somewhere so that is one of the the the, the major positions that I think we should maybe pay attention to tailor a little bit spice it up a little bit and and kind of figure out what kind of pleasures we can have with what I would call an odie but a goodie <laughs> I love that. I think for so many different reasons that I think when you were talking about this, I was thinking about how with different lovers, like we might need some different adjustment to positions because when they're thinking about, okay, something that worked with the previous lovers is going to work here and our bodies are different. And sometimes we need some adjustment, as you mentioned, to for a kind of anatomical thing that feels comfortable and for you to experience pleasure. And I, and I love that you're saying that even explore your kind of like movement, that can be also very powerful so love that and I, I want to hear more about squirting so is are we <laughs> are we like doing the missionary <laughs> and then like, like the, <laughs> then what happens after that like our g-spots gets <laughs> simulated and then like we ejaculate yes absolutely so what happens is especially when you have and and let me preface it by saying a couple of things one the most important things before you are putting the orgasm of the G-spot, like as the priority, there are, there are three things that you need to consider. Your partner, the position and the package, knowing what you're working with, right? Knowing your partner. So we're starting with partner. I always say great lovers are not created in the bedroom. They're created outside of the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So if you have a good relationship with your partner and you're able to communicate, you guys can get into these positions and it becomes more comfortable where your partner doesn't feel like, oh, am I doing it right? Or am I doing it wrong? You can get in a missionary position, something you've done a million times, but now you can guide them because you have great communication outside of the bedroom that you can now take into the bedroom and tell your partner and you can help guide them to exploring your body, right? So then when they get in those positions, you're like, no, keep it right right lit there let's do it like that and they're like okay you know like my partner's really into this this is her pleasure this is his pleasure this is what we're going to do and so that's the partner aspect of it right in position obviously we're talking about the position but also knowing your partner's package right we have penises that do a few things so we have penises that curve right which is pretty common mm -hmm. and it's, it's more common than we you know than we talk about and but they look different when they curve some might curve a little bit down some might curve to the left and some might curve to the right so depending on how your partner, if you are a cishet woman and you are engaging with cishet men, men sexually, then, then exploring your body and how it relates to there. If my G spot is here, or even if I have, or even if I know where my A spot is, right? Like we have different erogenous zones, even mm -hmm. within us as women, you have the ability to explore your partner with the package that they have. So again, that's partner position and package, three things to consider here. And I, and I, and I think that it's once we all kind of get into that mindset, we're like, oh, 
okay, makes sense because sex is sex is our second. It's, honestly, sex is our first nature. So you know, it, this isn't a foreign language. We're just now talking about it and telling people like, no, this is normal. It's normal for you to feel like that. <laughs> I think it's wonderful, and I love that you're talking like emphasizing the communication because if we have this comfort that knowing that if something feels good and doesn't feel good, our partner will tell us, then we'll not be preoccupied in this place of anxiety. Does it feel like good? Does it? It doesn't feel good. What's happening? So. I love that you're saying that, okay, let's just communicate. So we make we make the best outcome from this, what we have available. Beautiful. Tell us what other positions you recommend for clitoral stimulation. Yeah. So we're going to go into the next one where it has always been a position that men prefer. Cishet men who deal with cishet women, they love the position. They are in some ways very encouraging, but it is always rooted in their pleasure, right? And that position is riding. And again, I'm going to take an oldie, but a goodie, but we're going to tweak it a little bit, right? Because I want to consider that everybody is not in the same physical shape, which is why we have three to choose from, three with different variations, but with this one specifically, what you're able to do is you're able to do things like bring in toys and you're able to be involved in the experience. You can play with yourself while you're in a position of writing. You can bring in toys. And one of the kinkiest things I think you can do when you're writing is allow your partner to watch you, right? Mm. You're on top. And now your partner is able to watch you. And what we don't realize is how mentally we are connected to our orgasm. So it might be a little bit scary at first, but then once you become comfortable with like, my partner's watching me play with myself while I'm riding him, while I'm on top of him, what it's going to do is it's going to bring those walls down. You're comfortable. Now you're getting out of your head and it's going to bring this rush of excitement and vulnerability. And those are two very key things when we talk about being able to orgasm. Again, I'm not talking about so far positions that most people haven't done. We're just talking about them in a different way and in a way where with a few minor tweaks, now we have, we're we're introducing like voyeurism into it, right? Mm -hmm. Now your partner's watching you, you know, now they get to see, you know, how you please yourself and you get to talk to them and they can talk to you at the same time. And so what that can look like is in cowgirl position, you can have, you know, your partner on their back, and you can be sitting on top of them in straddle position and you can be on the shins of your legs, but you can also get in squat position. Okay. For my ladies who've been working out, okay. Y'all been in the gym. Okay. Show off your squatting skills. Okay. We're not out here squatting for no reason, you know, and scientifically it's proven that the legs are like the uh, strongest muscle in the woman's body. So we all have the capability to do it um, uh, unless the doctor says otherwise, but even getting in that squatting position, right? Where I call it leapfrog, <laughs> whether a man is a leapfrog or a woman is a leapfrog. Let me tell you, leapfrog is a great way to orgasm. So when you're, when you're in that straddle position, whether you are on your shins or you are on your feet, it's nice to, if you're on your feet, keep your body kind of close together. And again, that is you having direction control. You're not putting your body in a position where you're doing too much of a back and forth or an up and down. So you're not over exhausting yourself. You're actually allowing yourself to get into the right position for his penis 
to go into your G spot. And once you get there and you, and you move your body in that upward mobility, then you put yourself in a position of controlling your orgasm at that point. You know, you're able to speed it up. You're able to slow it down. And again, this is, this is in, this is in the frog position, right? Writing, but adding those little things that allow you to have a different experience. And for anyone who is not capable of doing that for medical reasons, again, get in the straddle position, shins on the bed and play with yourself, right? You can lean back. You can sit up forward for your partner. If you're a little on the shy side, I would encourage you, you know, lean back, lean back a little bit, play with yourself while your partner is, you know, inside of you, you know, partners that are on the bottom, please encourage her, please do your part, you know, give, give good strokes, give good motion. That's a thing. You know, you can do work while you're on the bottom, you guys, I promise you can. <laughs> so yeah. So those are just some of the things and and I'm, I'm trying to be as descriptive and as visual as possible. So if there's anything else I can do to add to it, just to help, please let me know. Cause I want, I, I want us to orgasm. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that enthusiasm, me and you both. And I think what you described was like so many benefits with the person on top. I think like many women, they need like vulvine owners, they need clitoral stimulation. And that gives a way for you, opportunity for you to either you're touching it, your partner's touching it, because like, let's be real, many women, for them, clitoral stimulation is a must. And it's one of the easiest way to, to explore yes. that, like you have easy access. And you know, you were talking about all these, but goodies, you know, I have like so many different Kama Sutra books, all of those things. And in reality, what it is, I feel it's a variation of different angling of all the old mm-hmm. kind of like a known positions. We're just like twisting a little bit, changing things. So I love that you're, you're kind of like inviting people to kind of kind of make mod- a modification adjustment to see how it feels. I think the other part of it, it's it changed your kind of like situating, kind of like ch- change your toning of your pel- pelvic floor muscles. So it can tie things, uh, like make it different shifts and it can have to create different sensation. And I think it's helpful to pay attention to your body. What does it feel like? And you can change between position. And I love that you talked about stroking because people think that there is just like right way of doing things. And you you get to explore different angles, different rhythm. And I think it's it's important when both people show enthusiasm because, you know, some position, someone thinks that, okay, this is for my lover. And like, they're kind of checked out in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is not sexy. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sure in your work, right? You get couples who do experience that, that checkout where they're like, I feel like my partner's out there and I'm doing the position that they really like, but you're absolutely right. There's angles that we're exploring here in this conversation. And I think too, you know, when I think about a lover, right. And I'm like, we're working together to create an experience. I think it's important for us to all of my lovers, when you are on the bottom, both men and women play around with rocking, right? Like rock your body back and forth. Like use, use your hip bones in a motion that is like, how to, it's like you're dancing, but instead of, you know, swaying side to side, you go back and forth. So just in the same way that men thrust, you know, with their hips, Women, do the same thing when you're on the bottom. Men, when you're on the bottom, don't stop thrusting. Don't stop stroking. Stroke, thrust, gyrate, grind, you know, whatever word or term that you use, do that when you're on the bottom too, because I promise it will enhance the orgasmic experience. You know, what I love is that you invited us to explore with positions that there are tons of opportunities for G-spot stimulation on those position on its own. So I'm very excited. What is the third position that you have in mind? Yeah. Before I get into the third one, I do want to drop this little jewel. 
because again, we, we never know who we're talking to, right? There is a position when you are writing, if you have a big old yoga ball <laughs> and your partner does not mind getting down and dirty and laying on the floor, put your partner in that, allow your partner to lay down in a position. You get on top, like you're going to ride. And for my pregnant mommies out there, you know, you're a little tired. Maybe, you know, you run out of breath a little quick, but you're super horny. Put the ball behind you and allow the ball to be that support for you to ride. And that gets to the G spot. That gets to the orgasmic spot every time. I promise you a little practice goes a long way, but get to practicing. Start today. Look, if people want to know more, they're more than welcome to reach out to both of us because it is a beautiful experience. So I just wanted to drop that in there because I didn't want to forget about everyone, right? Well, or hold on a position. second. You cannot drop yeah. the jewel and <laughs> run over to the next one. <laughs> Because yeah. I'm now you have my attention. So the ball, like, so it's ball, like, is the ball next to the wall, or like, like I'm thinking about visualizing the ball, and it's, it's, I'm thinking about it's rolling down the bed. So where are we oh, securing no. the ball? So this is the good thing, right? So if the ball is sitting almost, so the ball is going to be in between your partner's legs. Mm -hmm. So when I envision it, I envision my man on the floor, the Mm -hmm. ball in between his legs Mm -hmm. and me putting my back, putting, sitting my butt on the ball initially, Mm -hmm. and then kind of rolling my body down Mm -hmm. to get into a comfortable position where the ball is behind my back and between my partner's legs. And your partner doesn't really have to hold it there. It's just where it's placed. So your partner doesn't have to feel any pressure pressure to keep the ball in place. It just so happens that with the way the ball is on your back and you're almost in a squatting position, but you're using the ball mm-hmm. as support. You're not even doing any work. The ball's doing all the work. Go and behold, you're 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 in your G spot and next thing you know, coming all over your man. I'm just saying <laughs> it works. I'm, in my pregnant mommy days, it works for me. <laughs> well it's beautiful. I'm not pregnant, but I'm so curious and I can imagine the bouncing kind of like extra support can create extra tension and excitement I think like that and this is the first time like I, I read so many books and videos and stuff this is the first time I'm hearing this where did you get this idea <laughs> well when I was pregnant with my first child my husband and I at the time were just you know doing different things we both love to work out like I love I love a good yoga ball okay yoga balls come in handy for everything right and out of nowhere like I was just on the ball and like he walked in naked and I was like oh come here and he's like all right you know and he was already out so I'm like okay and he laid on the floor and I was like okay I'm like let's see what we can do you know he's sitting there he's massaging my legs and we're it, it was an intimate moment so we kind of gradually got into that but you know if I'm sitting on the ball and my partner's there rubbing my feet rebbing my legs and you know we're stimulating one one another so when my partner came into the room you know he was in in a space of just we were in an intimate moment we were in an intimate space so when you're rubbing on me and you're massaging my legs and I'm sitting on the ball because I'm super pregnant like big old belly just breathing and then your partner comes and touches you and makes you feel good you know, that turned into me slowly sliding down and kissing and touching. And, you know, he slid me on top of him. And when I tell you to this day, it was it was just a natural experience. We did not talk about it. We did not plan it. To this day, it is one of my favorite sex experiences. It is one of the things that I will always recommend to everyone. If you have a bad back, if you have bad knees, if you are 
you know, in a position where you may not be as mobile to do that position of writing or if you're pregnant. So you just run out of breath really easily. It's the perfect way to experience something new and enjoy a good orgasm in, a, in the process. <laughs> Beautiful. You know, I, I like the, I, they, they should name this position Lachey. <laughs> Because I, I oh, haven't heard about oh it before. <laughs> well, Katya, you were saying like you we'll, were we'll a... call it. We'll, we'll call it. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say we can we can call it. Um, just we'll use my IG name. We'll just call it Shay is Love. Like, do the Shay is Love. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to design that good yoga ball, and like I'm telling you, this idea is jewel because I can think about like it's sensual. It's like you 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 get support and something that's available to most people that like they they're like into exercise that's okay what is the third position so the third position is one that I notice a lot of people don't do and I'm going to be very honest sometimes this position does make it hard for your partner if he's a cishet man to last a long time so this is a position where if you and your partner know one another enough and your cishet male partner can control his orgasms. This is something I think is a little bit more for an experienced man, I will say. And it's known as the tight squeeze or the dragon. And that is a position where a woman lays on her stomach and her partner gets on top of her and then he inserts and you can do this with anal, you can do it regular vaginal penetration and G-spot penetration, which is totally fine, but you have options in this position. And it's not the traditional doggy style because with this position, what you can do is you can create a more intimate experience, right? So now you have you, you're on your stomach, almost like you're in a, you are actually in a massage position where your partner is able to rub you, rub your back, rub your arms. He can kiss all over you. He can kiss your ear, your neck. He can whisper things to you. It's almost like you have this covering, you know, of, of sensuality and intimacy. So when your partner places his penis inside of you and the strokes begin, what I encourage a woman to do or a partner or a lover to do is to take your leg, depending on which side your G-spot is on, and you can practice with both to see which one feels better. Take your leg and raise it up. I call it the number four. Put your leg in the number four position where one leg is straight and the other leg has the knee bent. And if you do it on the right or the left side, it's whatever, backwards four, whatever. But when you do this position, it allows your partner to angle themselves in a downward motion to get to the G spot. Because we know that when, you know, if you're, if you're fingering, if you have mastered the art of your hands, you know how to make a woman orgasm, even with those. And what we know about the orgasm is when you find the G spot, you place your fingers into a woman and you do like a come here motion. You do the come here motion. And that's the squirt secret. <laughs> so when you do that, when she's on her stomach and you place yourself into her, you stroke in a downward position. And this is where you can get froggy style. It's not doggy style. It's froggy style. Like if, for my flexible men out there who want to get on their feet. <laughs> but either way it goes, when you do the strokes, you're going to do the strokes in a downward position. And as, as, as the partner on the bottom on their stomach in the massage position, like I said, you're going to lift your leg up. You're going to make a number four with it. And what that's going to allow is that's going to allow that person to go directly into the G spot area. Now, if you're a little frisky, okay, 
You can slide your hand down and you can still play with yourself in this position. And what that will require is just to arch your back just a little bit. And so what that gives is it gives an easier angle for your partner to access your G-spot. And it also gives you room to play with yourself and to um, explore clitoral stimulation while being in this position. So that those are my three favorites. And I can see that with the nuts, if you are in that squirt, can squirt in these positions personally and with people I've worked with, these are positions that women do find orgasms in. Beautiful. So let me make sure that I'm getting the third one right. Right, as someone that's visually challenged, <laughs> not visually, yeah. auditory challenged to visualize. So we're starting in our back, like the same way that you would get like in a massage position. And mm-hmm. our lovers are kind of like lifting or relifting our leg. And that's how we're doing the penetration or they're rolling us to our side and they're penetrating from side as our leg is on their shoulder. Or Am I, am I confusing my positions? <laughs> So, so when you are in late, when you're laying down in a position, it's kind of like when you're sleeping, mm-hmm. if you're sleeping on your stomach and you lift your leg up like a number four, but you're not mm-hmm. lifting it off the bed, your leg, your inner thigh is still laid on the bed. Mm-hmm. You're just sliding your leg out and bending your knee. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when it's for people, like if people sleep on their stomachs and they ever move their leg, if you're, if I'm looking down at someone, their body is making the number four. Mm-hmm. Well, actually that's how I sleep. <laughs> tell your lover to just come rub from the feet all the way up the thigh kiss your neck rub on you and just you know make that an experience honestly it's one of the most beautiful positions you can have a lover in because you just get to embrace them in a way that almost gives you the same feeling when your partner like walks up behind you and they hug you and they hold you it's the same thing except in the bed beautiful and bonus is that you can get to clit also you can stimulate it and that can add the kind of like added pleasure and i know that sometimes i hear from my clients that they're telling me that their lover actually lasts them longer to ejaculate it's hard for them but i'm hearing that this position can help with actually speeding things up if that's something that the people are interested in absolutely absolutely and if and and again with this position you can moderate it just like any other position so If you're saying, oh, I want to try that, but I'm not sure, you know, if my legs can do these certain positions, you are more than welcome to keep your legs closed. One thing I will say is you can keep your legs closed and that creates a very beautiful experience where now, because we talked about angles earlier, now you're putting your body in a position where your walls are able to hug around the penis a lot more. So now you're feeling him in different ways. You're feeling him in different spots from the A spot to the G spot. And what that allows is for you to start to explore the different erogenous zones within you as a woman. You know, some people say it, and and, and I, I wish I was really good with names because there was a doctor on Clubhouse who I had the pleasure of listening to. And she mentioned, sometimes our G spots move. And she was like, that's a thing. And I was like, oh, I said, well, I know I'm normal now. So that these kind of positions, when you moderate them, they allow you to explore the different parts of you that are still very much satisfied, even if it's not the same spot that it was last time or in the last position, you can still explore what an orgasm looks like or what pleasure looks like in different parts of your body by just modifying a few positions. Beautiful. I know, like we talked about three positions so far with, and it feels like I feel like you've been so generous like we talked about three but in reality it was six 
<laughs> because of all of these mo- uh, modification. So are are the like are the three like do we have three additional that focus on G spots or the these were the bonus clit and G's ones? These were the these were the ones, and the reason why is be it, and it was because there are so many modifications. There are mm-hmm. so many different ways to do the positions that we already know, and I think that for people who are trying to orgasm or they're trying to explore their G spot, I think it's important for us to acknowledge that pressure is a real thing. So mm-hmm. we don't want to put pressure on people to like get in a pretzel. They're going to be like, okay, so I need to stretch, you know, I need to go to the gym. I need to, you know, uh, you know, and then it's, and, and even for the partners, right. They're feeling the pressure. They're under like uh, performance anxiety where they don't know. They're like, I'm trying to make my partner orgasm. Like, what do I do? If they don't have to overthink putting themselves in certain positions, but they can make modifications and communicate with the tools they already have. It's, it's sharpening the tools mm-hmm. or trying something new because like I said, the last position is not one that many people explore and experience, then those are things that you can do. I also have another position that might work before all of these, but that might give the couple an opportunity and a chance to become more intimate, become more comfortable and build vision. And you might be familiar with it. Uh, Yab Yum. Yes. Yes. I love that. And so sensual and like, it's, it's beautiful. Please yes. tell us about so, that. Yes. So with Yab Yum, what you're doing is you're in, on, on a spiritual level, it's a lot deeper than what I'm going to describe, but for the sake of like time and just trying to give people an introduction to what Yab Yum is, you have your male partner, you have your, your woman partner, and the woman sits herself in his lap and you sit in each other's presence, like a Chris, they call it in kindergarten, crisscross applesauce. So he's sitting on his butt. He is crossing his legs. A woman is sitting on him and she's wrapping her legs around. Him. So you guys are intertwined. And in this position, you guys become comfortable with a breathing pattern. So you're doing an inhale and exhale and inhale and exhale. It's 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 like a it's a meditation. It's a breathing practice and exercise to ground you into your partner's presence. And what it allows is it allows you guys to look at one another in the eye. It allows you to touch one another. I've added, I'm always, I'm always one to add something. I'm, I'm going to add it. You ask me to do one thing. I'm going to, I'm, you ask me for pasta. I'm going to bring in pasta, vegetables, and chicken. You're um, always invited. <laughs> yes, always. And I love to cook. So let's do it. <laughs> So with Yab Yum, I think that one one thing you can do to add to it and what will make it a more inviting experience is caressing your partner, right? You're you're using your fingertips to now caress your partner because you have access to their arms, you have access to their chest, you have access to their back, you know? So you're able to touch your partners in ways that maybe some of these positions may not allow. And so with that, you know, some people do it with clothes on to start, some people do it in their underwear to start, and some people do it fully fully naked with their partners inside of them. And so when you get to that point of being fully aroused because it's it's crazy great foreplay, you can now be in a, in a riding position, if you will. You're sitting on your partner, they're inside of you, and now you have the option to explore what it looks like when you're in control. Because remember, ladies, you are on top. So, you know, do your rocks back and forth, you know, do circular motions, you know, just kind of figure out what your flow is and then allow your partner to follow your lead. So even if you have your female partner or your woman partner on top of you, you know, make sure you're also following her lead and giving her strokes back just as much as she's rocking on you. Beautiful. I hear that for penis owners, that can 
elongate the time of climaxing yes. because it's such an intimate position. And, you know, one of the anxiety that many men have is like if they in the past ex- experienced performance anxiety or premature ejaculation, like, you know, as soon as penetration starts, that's undermined because they want to, they, they come from a school's good place. So I want to make mm-hmm. sure I'm pleasuring my partner, but that can be overwhelming. And some positions, as you mentioned, that can create more opportunity for people to climax sooner. And this is such a beautiful way of kind of with this modification to help people to actually practice different way of breathing. Because as, as sex therapists, educators, we talked about one of the good way of delaying the ejaculation is through the deep breathing. Do you have any other suggestions of the positions that can help men to last longer? Yeah. So not a position particularly, but a technique which is edging. Mm -hmm. It is something that I'm noticing a lot of people are talking about now. And it's exciting, right? Because what edging is, is it's when you go to the peak of orgasm or climax, but you don't release. And so what this does is it it builds up a tolerance. So this is something that you don't need a particular position for. You don't even need a partner for it. To be completely honest, you're actually able to do this solo. So some of the solo tips I would give people who may not be you know, in current sexual relationships is to do things solo. So when you are masturbating uh, as a penis owner, you know, taking yourself there when you're stroking or jacking off, feeding your meat, there's all kinds of terms. I want to, you know, everyone understand, don't allow yourself to release, get to the peak and don't release. And so that builds up that stamina. It builds up that, that ability to last longer when you are with the female partner. And so even for women, you know, I would also say for women to do the same thing, practice, right? You don't think that, for example, in the, in the writing position, you know, you say, oh, I don't know if I'm a good writer because now I have to focus on writing him long enough and I have to focus on finding my G spot and, you know, being in control of that. Well, when you are solo self-pleasuring practice, you know, self-pleasure in different positions, you know, put yourself in the position where you are writing and kind of figure out what that looks like for you in your flow. And that actually, I, I want to transition and I want to acknowledge sitting on face is a great way to reach orgasm. And I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) So for my clitoral owners and for the ladies that love clitoral stimulation, and that is how you orgasm and for their partners, you know, I think it's really important that when you do this position, there is a certain level of comfort because the way I am going to explain the position is where the person that is sitting on face is fully in control. So what you do is when you're sitting on your partner's face, you get to rock back and forth on their tongue, on their lips in the way that feels best to you. And I think it's important for the partner that is giving the pleasure to pay attention to the areas that they might be targeting, right? With your tongue and the areas that give them the most pleasure. So I think that it's important. That's another position. No penetration needed at all. If that's not the way that you uh, experience orgasm, that's totally fine. But you do have an option. And that option is to sit on your partner's face. Now, there, be honest with your partners, okay? If, if, if you are open to allowing your partner to sit on your face, do you want them to hover? Do you want them to squat? That might take a little bit more work. There, That's a requirement. There, there's some strength requirements there. But my best advice would be to sit on the upper part of your partner's chest and put a pillow behind your partner's head. When you're new to it and you guys haven't found your flow, 
that is the best way to start practicing because then it doesn't put too much strain on any one partner. One partner's not worried about, you know, holding themselves up and the other partner doesn't have to worry about neck pain because neck pain is a thing. Ladies, ladies, neck pain when they're trying to please is a thing. And we want them to help us reach orgasm. So we don't need them focusing on anything else. <laughs> I love that that you brought that up because I feel it's one of those positions that's really hot and it's misunderstood. First of all, in like heterosexual couples that some females are scared that I'm going to, I'm going to hurt them if I'm sitting on their face. But I hear that mm-hmm. the, the way you're describing it, it's a good way to transition to it, a kind of like a good way of exploring it. I think that's, that's very beautiful. And I tell people like kneeling position can be a good starting point to that. And you can hold on, hold your hand up to the wall or kind of header of the bed, different places. So you have some control there. And I think it's such a beautiful way of exploring power dynamics that, that kind of like if power plays a thing for you, you're like a queen. Is that, is that a thing for you? That's a wonderful way of exploring that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I know that you know obviously as like content creators and people who are passionate about what we do we you know we're 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 educating people and we're giving them like we're pouring into them you know Mm -hmm. from a place of love and and pleasure and wanting to see people experience the best parts of their lives and you know it, it, it was a little disheartening as of late to see the the social media trends where you know people were complaining about you know their 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 female partners or their 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 partners sitting on their face. I was like, wow, really? I said, maybe just a little education is needed, right? Because like you said, I, I believe that that position is very much misunderstood, very much misunderstood, you know, and, 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 but not to villainize anyone for misunderstanding. It's just simply educating people. You know, we're always in a position of learning, you know, we're working together, working with colleagues and getting to know things and learning things, even through the clients that we serve. So I think it's a really beautiful thing to step into a space like this and say, Hey, you know what, that might be something I'm willing to try. And if modifications are needed, I'm also open to doing those too. So I'm, 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 I'm excited to really see, you know, how people respond to making these modifications and kind of exploring what that looks like for them when it comes to pleasure. I, I agree with you. It doesn't need to, if something doesn't work for you, A, you can do modification. And it might not say anything about you or your lover. I was thinking about, you were talking about even exercising. So when I was younger, I was doing lots of yoga. Right now I do lots of running and my body is stretching. All of that changed. And it doesn't mean like my partner is bad or I'm bad if a certain position doesn't work. Our our muscle change, our body changes, and then uh, we can explore some other things. Or or I know we haven't talked about it, but toys, adding toys to give you that extra sensation can be useful. So there's a galaxy of option out there. Yeah, I mean, and 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 we talked about it very briefly, like we you know didn't dive into it, but with the riding position, right, allowing your partner to watch you while you ride and you guys can introduce something like a toy. I think that it's important for when I think about advising people, I try to think about their physical limitations. So you may have someone who has arthritis or, you know, maybe they're just, they're not 
experience with their hands and their body. So you introduce a toy. Now you have a vibrator that you can use on the clitoris. And from there, you get that you get the stimulation that you're desiring, but while also in, in a position like writing. So I definitely think that there's options and there's variation. And we're not reinventing the wheel here. We're making it better. Okay. We're, 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 we're not using gas anymore. We're on electric. We're, we're, we're the Tesla <laughs> sex or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know? Love that. I'm going to use it in future coding you that we're Tesla. <laughs> New modern <laughs> sex. So Lachey, you know, you have tons of great content. I, I know for a while I was attending the uh, rooms that you were hosting it's like you have information about a range of different topics and what I love is that you're presenting it in an accessible way because even the conversation around positions sometimes I feel like people say it's not fancy names and then like you're uh, inserting in this angle of the things that are not going to make it more complicated but are you you're using the information and language that makes it accessible so I, all I'm trying to say is that I bet there are many of our listeners that they want to get to know you you and your work. Where are some of the places that they can find you? Yeah. So the best place to find me is on Instagram. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Shay is love. S-H-A-E-I-S-L-O-V-E. That is where I post most of my content. Um, if you guys like longer, lengthier videos that are in more detail, you guys can find me on my YouTube at Shay Daily, where I give daily tips on pretty much how to be a better lover. And if you guys want to access my website where my classes live and everything else, my coaching and um, you guys can find me on W www.shaydaily.com and that's S-H-A-E-D-A-I-L-Y shaydaily.com Wonderful. So the information for that will be in the show notes and thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your expertise with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You have an amazing platform and it's going to be exciting to see the transition of lovers, right? It's going to be beautiful when we start to see that curve shift, you know, where the, the female orgasm becomes more common than not. And it's going to be beautiful when we all can look at each other as colleagues and say, you know, we played a part in encouraging, you know, pleasure. And and people probably walk around a lot happier. Like the world will be a better place if we all orgasm. <laughs> yes, yes, amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope our conversation gave you some ideas about what you can do to make things interesting in the bedroom. I hear sometimes people say that our bedroom routine is so boring and we're just so fed up with it. And they feel in order to make things interesting, they need to do all sorts of tough things. But one of the easy things that you can do is just change the positions you're, you're using and that can change the sensation. If you have a position that it's your favorite, it's doable, send us a memo on that. I personally love to hear that. My Instagram handle is at sexology podcast. I would love to hear if you have any suggestions and I would be happy to share it with our listeners. And at the end, again, I want to thank our sponsor again, Permesen. One of the products that I wanted to talk about was female arousal gels. I've been talking about this even before they were our sponsors because it's such an interesting product. It's a gel that you put on your clit and it's increased sensitivity and it heightens sensation. There's so many great things about it. First of all, I use similar 
products out there in the past. So not necessarily arousal gels, but they used these heated lubricants in the past, which wasn't from permission. But they felt this like burning sensation. They were so uncomfortable. What I like about arousal gel, they're very gentle. And you can just apply a little bit five minutes before intercourse. And it will help you if you are someone that you're experiencing challenges with experiencing orgasm, it can help you get pushed easier over the edge, climaxing. One other way that I recommend people to explore with, especially vulva owners that they're kind of curious about, they're kind of improving their masturbation habit is like incorporated when you're masturbating. It helps you to get in touch with your genital because it creates this small heat. Definitely try it on other part of your skin before putting it on your vulva. I know everyone's sensitivity is different, but I personally find it that it gives sex an additional kick. If you want to check out their product, this one or any other product, you can go to permescent.com. Also, if you are looking for a quick and easy way to improve the foreplay that you're doing, download my free checklist of nine of my best ideas to implement tonight. These are some of the foreplay ideas that I learned from my clients, from all the workshops I've taken, and I personally think they're great. So make sure you're downloading those. You already got some ideas for core play and intercourse. And let me know how it goes. Again, thank you so much for listening to our show. I hope you'll consider giving us some love in iTunes, Stitchers, wherever you're listening to this show by leaving us a review. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www.sexologypodcast.com. Please be advised that information presented on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider.